Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today is our second episode of Driving Discussions. Uh, today we have our first special guest, Duncan. Howdy. Uh, Duncan's been my friend for a long while now. He's another car enthusiast, though I can't right. agree with most of his choices in cars. <laughs> I, could sing about, I could say the same about you, sir. <laughs> today we're headed off to the movies. Uh, we're going to go see How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. Go ahead, throw it and drive. Alright. Or reverse, whatever. Let's go. It would be reverse. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Alright, so we're on our way. Uh, I figured today we'll talk about a bit about Duncan and about his car. So, Duncan, what are you driving right now? A 2007 Honda Accord. 2007 Honda Accord. That's right. One of the most generic basic cars out there. You know what? This is the 3.0 liter V6, which I really like. Um, my last car I had was an O2 also Honda Accord with the, with the four-banger. So this feels quite a bit different. It's a bit more peppy. It is very, it's much peppier, yeah. I'm really happy with it. Um, what's your, what's, what do you really like about it? Sell us on this car. Sell, sell, okay. You right. guys. Um, I'm only driving automatic. Um, I know the manual transmission would be more desirable from a car enthusiast. Um, however, I, I just, if given, um, Um, given how like light the car feels, um, I like the way this this six cylinder feels. I mean, I've driven a, a, a six cylinder Charger all wheel drive, and that thing just feels like it doesn't. It, it, it feels like it can't move hardly at all. It, oh, it struggles to move. Boat of a car. It is a boat. This feels a lot more nimbler. It's like 30, 34, 32 or thirty four hundred pounds. Um, so I mean, oh. it's not super heavy, Please. but it's not like lightweight either um i mean it's it's a mid-sized sedan it's not yeah. going to be a super crazy lightweight uh, car by any means so um, you like the car i do can you tell us other than the uh the very aesthetically pleasing crack on the windshield what else have you done to the car to uh <laughs> kind of make it your own okay so i could get in like the nitty-gritty about what i how i tried to install a uh aux cord because mine, mine's a base six-cylinder six model didn't come with that um ultimately i trashed that and just got a uh, a uh, car plug-in adapter that uh, taps into the radio station you're not using and that works beautifully with bluetooth um is that couple my brothers have that yeah That's i know jake nice. has i know i know your brother has one um another thing i did um and i saw the results pretty instantaneously was uh, I swapped the uh, standard paper air filter um, in for a K&N like a fabric fiber mesh filter and um, the throttle response improved greatly um, my mileage is I think is a little bit better the engine doesn't have to, it doesn't have to work as hard to breathe so hence better gas mileage um, and the car feels a little bit more peppy a little bit more responsive um, when I put the pedal to the metal you know in this case plastic yeah, it's because you love to drive so fast. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> crazy. Especially now as we're flanking a police officer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you like the car, Duncan? I do. Well, that's good. I uh, I informed our guests that... Or, not our guests, I should say. Uh, our listeners. Our listeners. That's just, thank you. I, I informed our listeners that... A little bit about me last episode and, and my, my vehicle preference and, and stuff. I told them, you know, I'm... Muscle head. I really like muscle cars. I love Camaros. muscle cars too. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not like a a uh, 
JDM or, or, or die person. I mean, I, I like my muscle cars too. Um, I just like the Dodge brand, the Fiat Chrysler brand, which he is arguably like, brand. like, yeah, I know low reliability and all that stuff, but they just look so much better, you know, than like the Camaro and the Mustang and stuff. <laughs> I'll uh, uh, agree to disagree there, buddy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> what is, uh, but what, what is your favorite? You're saving up for a car. I am. Tell them about the car you're saving up for. Okay. So, I mean, right now I have this six-cylinder, um, which is a little, it's a little thirsty. I mean, it's it's not, I know it's nothing compared to a V8, really, like, you know, like 15, 14 miles to the gallon, but this is, like, you're in that 20-ish area, so um, I'd like to get better mileage, and I think the car that I'm thinking of definitely achieves in that category. Well, it's newer, um, of course. It should yeah. have better mileage. Um, I'm thinking like a 2017 to 2019. I, I don't know if I want to get a brand new one or if I want to um, find one that's just a year or two old. You know, it's just been kind of rotating through different dealership lots and stuff. Um, Honda Civic Si. Honda Civic coupe specifically. Coupe. I think the coupe looks coupe, the really two good. Door. The two door, not the four. I door. Agree. The four I door like... does not look good to me. I mean, I love the spoiler on both of them, but I, I like the way the See, coupe looks. To me, sedans are nice. The Charger is an extremely sexy car. It is. That, that's um, my. That's you know, Impala's really good looking sedan. Yeah. Impalas and Malibu also great looking cars in my opinion, but WRX but sedans, WRXs are good. You know, there's a couple good sedans out there, but in my opinion, there's nothing sexier in a car. Then only two doors. Coops, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> of course, that's where it's at. Well, you could get a really good wagon, too. Like, like a, or a wagon. Hatch, a hatch. Wagons are really nice because that's kind of like a surprise yeah. to people around. You, you yeah. wouldn't think a wagon would go fast. Yeah. I would totally love to drive like a sleeper uh, Forester XT, Subaru Forester XT. That you get that nice. WRX engine in there. Ooh, man. It's it's that surprising you're hearing that uh, WRX engine coming from uh, the Forester like that. Yeah. See, what I would like, I've considered getting before, not, you know, now, but later in life, is mm-hmm. a, uh, the Chevy used to make a Chevelle wagon. Interesting. I've never heard of it. I think, I never, I, I found it the other day, uh, just randomly looking at Chevelles. Um, another one of my more favorite cars, the old Chevelles. And, uh, yeah, they made a wagon, and it was, uh, in the SS trim, no less, you know, and, I think that would be, you know, styled like a Chevelle, which is an extremely sexy classic car. Yeah. There's uh, a Camaro over there. There is. Uh, To you listening right now, I will point out almost any and every Camaro that I drive by because it is my favorite car. So if I I'll point out good imports since uh he doesn't. Yeah. That's (laughs) enough, Duncan. (laughs) Hey, so now I've I've considered getting uh, looking into a Chevelle wagon because they're pretty interesting looking. It's uh. It's, it's quite the car. It's quite the looking car. You, you would think it would be fast, but it is the SS trim. It's got that big beefy, you know, V8 in it. And I don't know. I think sometimes wagons are, are kind of neat because they're it's more spacious than a sedan, but if you get the yeah. sport variants or make it into a sport variant, I yeah. guess, it's, uh, it's a surprise to people mm-hmm. around you. It's wagons and hatches, I just love, like, their... Uh, um, Totally just had a brain fart. <laughs> um, Happens. Yeah. I love how adaptable they are and how efficient they are, um, but while at the same time maintaining a look of um, 
sportiness. <laughs> yeah, there there are some a sportiness element to some of them. Yeah. Um, enough about wagons though. A while back, we did go to the uh, Midlands International Auto Show with all the new 2019 models, and we did get the chance to sit inside a uh, Honda Civic Type R. That we did. Honda Civic Type that R. That we did. I don't know about you, Doug. Well, I do know about you because we've talked about it before. But my yeah. listeners don't know yet. I haven't told you. My opinion, very nice car. Very sexy. Very sleek. Mm-hmm. Um, very comfortable. Very comfortable, yeah. Very comfortable. And the interior was just gorgeous. amazing. And my, it was gorgeous. gorgeous. It really was. It was nice, sleek. I mean, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Duncan, what do you think of the car? Are we allowed to swear on this, on this podcast? Uh... Yeah, minimal. Minimal? Yeah, just go for it. I, go for I, it. Just go for it. I fucking love that car. It, made, it, made, it car. made me wet. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people have issues with the exterior styling. It doesn't bother me that much. It like is, it, it really grow. It really grew on me. I and will. I love the crazy wing, and I love all of the all the uh, accent bits. I mean, I know like there's lots of fake plastic on there, and that 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 uh that does kind of bother me some, yeah. but. But it does have carbon fiber as It well. does have carbon fiber. Real carbon fiber, I it think. It does. Correct, you write in, correct, if, correct us for wrong, please, but I believe please it is do. Real, I, real we, we, Us two by no means are experts. <laughs> yeah, we just uh, we just passed a, uh, a new, kind of 18 or, or 19, not sure, Grand 19. Cherokee. Uh, black rims, black uh, grill. It was like a black top package. Black top, yeah, Kind of like called. what they put on the Charger and Challenger and stuff. Real nice. Really nice. Something I would like to... I mean, I can't necessarily do it completely to my Jeep, um, but I'm, you know, I'm trying something akin to that, I guess I could say. Um, it had, like, black plastic on, like, the taillights, on, like, the tail um, reverse lights. Um, oh, yeah, those, those, it had, those It had, like, a black uh, eyeliner. On the on the front headlights too. Yeah, that's kind of like what you did to your Jeep. Yeah, it's kind of like what I really did. Really good. Uh, except on that Jeep, it's actually part of the grill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the right. grill goes you're under right. the right. headlights. Um, real nice looking car. Yeah. SUV, I should say. SUV, yeah. Back to uh, what were you about coupes though? The the uh, auto show. Auto show. That's what we're sorry guys. We're talking about the auto show. Uh, but that. Jackass. Guy tried to cut us off. Sorry about that. Nasty intersection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Type R. I I love it so much. Um, uh, this is a pretty nice. I would I would buy one, honestly. Yeah, for thirty five thousand, like there are a lot of different things you get. You you could get like a base beamer, you know, you could get a base Audi. Not you know, there there's nothing there's nothing really impressive about those that I feel compares to the Type R. It is just it is, a glorious masterpiece. It is yeah, it, it's I a pretty nice it car. So it's and for me, you know, I'm a muscle car guy to, to admit that the uh about the Type R, yeah, it, it's it's definitely my car of the show, hands down. It is a nice car. It is it is one to, one to watch out for. In front of you listeners that, that might be into subtle road racing or, or whatever. Something you definitely don't want to take on. So, yeah, unless wa- you're in the watch right Watch out car. for the Type R. 
I mean, it's front wheel drive, but it competes with other all wheel drive hatches in its segment. Like well, I saw uh, the a S while. the Focus ST. That's also front wheel drive, but like the Focus RS, that's all wheel drive. Um, well, I saw a while back they were comparing. I really didn't. Truthfully, I really didn't read the article, but they were comparing the SI, the old Honda Civic SI, to yeah. I think the V6 Camaro. And to be interesting, compare, yeah, it was an interesting yeah. comparison, but to be comparing those two cars, I mean, I mean, the Camaro has what, like, three hundred horsepower. Uh, the V six got about three twenty, if I recall okay, correctly. Okay. Yeah, it's it's about three. It's a good little pony car, okay. but it's a peppy one. And then uh, the SI probably has like around two hundred, two hundred ish. I mean, mm, it's got to have more than two hundred. Was it a modded SI? Oh, base standard SI. Standard sure. SI. The standard SI has two hundred. Like the new newest generation has two hundred five horsepower. Really, that's it. Yes. Um, I, I was doing some reading and looking. My automatic Accord here is supposed to be have a zero sixty time of like over seven seconds. I mean, it doesn't sound right in my head because this thing feels so fast driving behind the wheel. But the the manual is supposed to be a second faster than this is. Um, the well, the automatic. Shifts shifts around sixty two thousand RPM, um, and this um, engine can go rev up to eight thousand RPM. Uh, so in the manual, you can let it hang a little bit longer, get more of that VTEC out of there, out of out of the each shift, torque. you know. Well, because you don't have a what do you call it, a trackmatic or something. A little, you guys, I'm sure know the, uh, you know, almost all new automatics come with a little. You can like shift it like my Jeep. I just yeah. I, I toggle the the shift knob and it can. Oh no! This has nothing like yeah. that. I have a one through four um, drive mode, um, and that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Well, you. Um, this is a what did you say? Two thousand two. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah, back then. Yeah, they really still had more of the slush box. You know, automatic yeah. computer, and they they weren't uh, manuals were still outperforming. Mm -hmm. Now, you get a new car nowadays, the uh, automatics outperform the manuals by far. Well, I shouldn't say by far. It's only They're, they've gotten a couple a lot seconds. In them. They, they've, they've gotten, they've gotten, gotten more efficient than, than, than we have at shifting. Yeah. Um, um, so we got way sidetracked. Sorry. Um, anyways, uh, this one goes, goes a little bit of a seven seconds, roughly. I mean, this is now like a 12-year-old car, so that has probably diminished some as well. The... Uh, New generation SI zero to sixty is around six point three seconds. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty good compared to. The, I mean, I mean, uh, this puts out two hundred forty four horsepower. I put that new little air intake thingy, so I like to say it's two fifty, but it's probably not that. It's it's two forty four. Um, the new, that newer SI puts out two hundred five horsepower from a one point five liter turbocharged engine. Um, manual transmission. Manual transmissions only in the SI lineup, which I which I really like. Yeah. It's, for, it's the enthusiasts. It's the Honda enthusiast car. I really appreciate that. You're not going to see some punk driving the SI in an automatic. No, yeah. you will not. So, I mean, that little 1.5 turbo engine is, like, zippier than this thing. You know... I feel, I, this feels fast, again, but it's... it's Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> of course, you got to consider that has a lot of performance, you know. I shouldn't say about yeah. A lot of performance I mean, components in... in the engine and drivetrain and That's all true. that stuff. That uh, is true. But I will say one, turbocharged four-cylinders across almost any car that they have, usually pretty good pretty good engines. I know the uh, the brand new 19 Camaro, was it 1LT with the turbo four? That I has, do not know my, my Chevy trims at all. 
Well, they're just going to have to trust me on that one. <laughs> yeah. You'll just handle the Honda stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll handle Back the Chevy us up, stuff. listeners. <laughs> Back us up, please. Uh, but the new uh, Turbo Camaro, that is that that has gotten some uh, pretty good praise. Really? From Yeah, really. Um, I mean, I mean it's how still... much horsepower are they putting out of those things? Mm. Do you know off the top of your head? Don't worry about it. You off can't. the top of my head, I do not know. I can quick look it up, though. Uh, I would... I would think like 260, 270 maybe. I mean that, that that's that's kind of soaking a lot out of a out of a turbo four. It has. Hold on, sorry about this, guys. I really probably should have done more research. But as I said in um, my first episode, this is more of a free form level. We really don't have a plan on what we're talking about. Just kind of going with the flow here. Ah, here we're fine. Here we find it. Here we go. Apparently, I cannot speak today. <laughs> All right. Okay. A uh, 275 horsepower okay. turbocharged yeah. 2.4 liter inline four okay. so on the 1LE package. Okay. Used to have a six cylinder. Yeah. Now the 1LE comes with the turbo four, and I think the 2LE comes with a 335 horsepower V6. Okay. Yeah, so it's a little good. bit larger displacement for a turbo. For, 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 for a turbo four. It is a large engine. displacement four um, engine or four cylinder. Um, yeah. But it is an American car, too. That's true. They tend to have bigger, That's true. bigger engines. Even though the ironic thing about it is Chevy's known for their small blocks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily compared. Typically, what I've been noticing Anyways. is that um, more more brands are relying on making smaller engines and then, um, um, and then um, supplementing that loss of engine size with a turbocharger. Well, yeah, because you get more fuel efficiency. That's you right. can have a turbo four that's, that's right. more fuel efficient and just as powerful, if not more powerful, than a, a not turbocharged or supercharged six cylinder. That's exactly what I'm thinking about with my SI here that I'm, yeah. that, I'm that I want. Um, yeah. Now Duncan <laughs> thinks we were talking about it the other day. Duncan thinks that modern muscle is going to go towards turbo and maybe supercharged six or four cylinders and get rid of the eight cylinders. That's I beg to differ. That's what I heard from like a like a, a like a, a, a stray headline. I don't. I'm not I'm taking that with a grain of salt because, <laughs> I mean, you gotta ha- you gotta keep your classic. I mean, V8s. I could you I could, could honestly I mean, see it. Like I could see. I think there will always think, be a V8 in a muscle yeah. car. Um, in my opinion, just so you guys know, just so you guys understand the difference, uh, in my mind, you know, as. Any of you who have, who have done any research on Camaros, Mustangs, Challengers, Chargers, whatever, would know that, you know, they, they all started out as pony... Well, Camaros, Mustangs, and... Was it Challengers or Chargers? One of those two. Started out all as pony cars, you know, based off the Mustang was the first original pony car. Which actually wasn't originally intended to be a sport car. It was a sporty type car. Small car, two-seater, um, geared towards the young audience. Um, you know, that was back in, what, 1964 with the Mustang, 67 Camaro, or Chevy came out with the Camaro. Uh, do you know when they came out with the Charger Challenger? I really don't. I do not know. Sometime in the late 60s. Late 60s. Maybe late 60s. You guys know. All in response to that, and, uh, then that's when the horsepower wars really started, you know, up till, you know, really the, the, the early 70s when all the oil, yeah. oil bans, or not bans, oil restrictions and all that stuff. Goddamn government yeah. restrictions, I tell you what. Taking the fun out of our cars. <laughs> Anyways, but that's yeah. when the horsepower um, wars started. But, yeah, they all started out as pony cars. So, you know, nowadays you have 
you can get a V6 Camaro, you can get a V8 Camaro and an I4 Camaro. Uh, pretty similar things with Mustangs, Challengers, Chargers, across the board. Yeah. I Dodge. consider... Sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. I consider the V6 muscle cars, as people would call it. I consider those ones the pony cars. Because they're not... Yeah, some of them are... They're pretty, pretty peppy and performance type, performance-like. But they're not really a performance car as they are just a fun little coupe. Yeah. Uh, V8s, though, V8 muscle cars are, are true muscle cars, uh, you know, power behind the rear wheels. I, those are muscle cars. I would modern kind of, muscle I cars. would consider the uh, base RT Charger and Challenger um, cars to be kind of a pony. Um, I mean, the RT used to be like this fearsome this fearsome trim line that, that could com- they used to be able to compete with the GT and the SS. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's those are really bulky cars. They're not packing as much horsepower. Yeah, they still um, have that V8. I would, V8, cons- I would consider not... them like a, a heftier pony car, a little bit. Yeah, it's, I mean the uh, the the Charger Challenger RT base from what I it's a, it's a muscle light car. It's muscle car it's, light. It's muscle car light exactly. I think that's a good way of looking at it. It's like um, drinking a light beer. Yeah, it's just not the same. Exactly. I mean, they're only making like 380, 300, 380 horsepower from their from their five point seven liter engines i say camaro is uh, i think a 3.6 v6 which is like i said is outputting did i say 375 no 335 335 i mean and i realize what what you know chrysler is trying to do with that you know they're trying to make a v8 muscle car the most affordable the cheapest v8 in its class yeah the cheapest v8 in the class exactly what what duncan said and i get that and and there's a certain amount of respect i have for that because you know not everyone needs in fact one could argue not most people don't need, you know, what, 400, new Camaro come out with 440, sorry, 455 horsepower. No one needs that on the road, you know. Hell, 300, what'd you say, 380? 380. In the, in the base V8 on the Chargers and Challengers. No one needs that on the road, you know. No. So so there is a, a bit of respect I have for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get by just fine with 200, with 180 to 250 horsepower, depending on the size of the vehicle. I mean, my Jeep, I think, what, 220 horsepower? Really? That's smaller than It's less than I thought. Uh, no, nah, it might be a bit more. Is I said the 3.5 liter V6? 3.6 liter V6. V6, sorry. Yeah. Um, I promise I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. What I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to get to is, um... I don't, I, like... They might drop some of the V8 lineup, but they're always... I feel like they're always going to keep their highest-performing V8s. You know, your, your Hellcat, your GT500, and your... Uh, what's the Camaro's confusing top-line called? SS. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, the, like, no, the, the, Z- the Z-O1-1LE. ZL1. ZL1-1LE. That, that, yeah. no, the 1LE, that's, that's the track They're, they're always going to keep the $80,000 um, high, high-end performance. 70000 75000 maybe. Fine. 70, <laughs> 70, 70, 60 to 70 ish thousand dollars. 70 to 80 thousand. Yeah. We'll go with that. That's what you get loaded in. They're always going to keep that, that as a V8, I feel like. Um, what they do with like the pony cars and maybe some of the lower end V8s is um, make them turbo V6s or twin turbo V6s um, or um, give them an elect- a small electric motor. See, or now make them I've a heard. Because, like, it makes, basically make them a hybrid. I mean, I would still drive that if I could toggle that function on and off if it weren't a classic 
um, V8, V8 sound and V8 performance um, when I'm on the track or want to drive like that, you know. And then when I, I'm now, just doing daily driving, turn think, on the electric motor, and then boom, you instantly get much better gas mileage. There, there's been talk about the new new generation of Camaro, which I've other talk about. I've heard coming out in 2020, which I'm excited for. We'll mm -hmm. see how that how that all works out. But there's been talk about the new Camaros coming out with a hybrid engine, a hybrid V8. Really? Uh, is it a spin-off of the uh, LT engine? Or the yeah, LT engine? I don't recall. I oh, can no. only okay. assume so. Yeah. Um, yeah, hybrid V8, but this was output in like ZL1 stats. This was like it was, get that it was like torque from the five from the six hundred horsepower. Yeah, it was it was insane. And you know, with Al Al Oppenheiser, um, for those of you who don't know who Al Oppenheiser, wow, that's the last name. Is he was the head of the the Camaro division at GM. Recently got promoted to the head of the electric division, the EVs. So GM, I feel GM's going to really start releasing some some pretty nice electric vehicles. Hopefully releasing those uh and i think you know with that and he has ties to the performance mm -hmm. division i think we're gonna see some well in the new at SEMA this year they had the e-copo camaro uh mixed reviews on that car being a muscle car and electric so but i think i think we might be seeing some hybrids which i personally would not be opposed to you know you, yeah. you'll still get that v8 sound and, and torque and all that stuff but uh power and, and they still will have a v8 but you'll have the electric engine to, to help it along and i think I think we might see something really cool come out of GM. I'm I'm really excited, and I think you're gonna see Ford, Ford and Chrysler do the same thing. I think Chrysler will be the last one to it. Chrysler's pretty they feel stuck in their way. Pretty, but... uh, pretty behind in terms of their advancing technology. Yeah. Um, well, they're all about you know tradition, and this is what we've been yeah, doing forever. I mean, so they're definitely ahead of with in terms of their. Uh, they give lots of care and love and affection towards their higher end V8 vehicles. They're their yes. brother, their brotherhood of muscle. Um, the Brotherhood of Muscle. Exactly. Um, I th but then on their lower end, like on their on their Dodge Darts, their V6s. Um, <laughs> Dodge Dart. Definitely lacking in terms yeah. of um, update up yeah. updates and uh, ingenuity. They, they need they need drastic yeah. updates because they're definitely outdated. Now the um, one thing I do appreciate though about Chrysler and uh, and Dodge is they are always willing to like push the envelope when it comes to design you know they always had mm -hmm. the crazy colors yeah you know back back in the, the 60s the, and 70s the they had hot pink and purples and, oh yeah. the lime greens the bright oranges i mean it just that's something i really wish the other car car companies would do i mean for the new mustangs have mm -hmm. have a good color choice i couldn't see a bright um, orange well i guess i could see a bright orange mustang they have a an orangish yellow one yeah uh and camaro is is they're they're gaining they're adding more colors mm -hmm. not as not as vibrant as as chrysler and dodge are doing but yeah um just as pretty in my opinion yeah but yeah uh well we have arrived to our first destination we're stopping to get lunch first and uh we're gonna take a quick break here we'll be back to finish our discussion uh as we go to the actual movie theater now uh of course we'll splice that out yeah. you know so, uh, please let us know if we got anything wrong, listeners. Please, please let us know if we've got anything wrong. By no means are we experts. <laughs> uh, we we are experts at being not experts. So that's right. <laughs> we will we will talk to you guys in a bit.
All right, we are back from lunch. We had Buffalo Wild Wings. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Got a burger with cheese curds on it, I guess. Yeah. Good burger. Didn't get any wings. Personally, do not like. Well, I'm not a big fan of Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, they're okay, but they're not like. For what you pay for, there's better wings. Yeah. Anyways, we're headed off to the movie now. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. Uh,. For you guys listening, uh, How to Train Your Dragons is one of my favorite animated shows. Movies. Oh, I realize shows. movies, shows, whatever. I realize I'm yeah. a college kid, but or a college student, but I am a kid at heart. Because it's, that movie came out when we were in like late elementary school, maybe early middle school, and that and it's Kung like Fu Panda felt like they went hand in hand with like perfect. Yeah, it's, it's always those movies. Yeah, well, I told I told I told my viewers uh, or listeners, not viewers. This is not YouTube. Listeners, um, that uh, lost my train. Oh, yeah, that movie-wise, uh, Transformers, the original in two thousand seven, was the one that actually that's what actually got me into Camaro, mm-hmm. which got me into cars. I did not know that. I I did. Bumblebee man was just wow. Man, when that, you know, comes on, he came on the screen in that, in that all new, uh, You hear the Kill Bill music seven keep, uh, concept. Keep going, and you're like, oh yeah, shit just got real. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty awesome car. Um, what's this jack wagon doing? Oh, Dodge Journey. There's a, uh, not a good car, not a good so, driver. <laughs> for those of you who, who don't live in Nebraska, and maybe this is true in your state too. Uh, at least in, in Nebraska, when there's snow on the ground, any sort of snow. I mean, we have inches of snow right now. We have, we have almost, God, probably a foot. <laughs> almost a foot of snow on the ground. God, we have so much snow this year. Uh, for those of you in the Midwest would know. Uh, but when there's any snow on the ground, flurries. It could be flurries in the air. People just completely forget how to drive. And people aren't the greatest drivers in Omaha, you know, to They're begin really with. But then you add snow on top of that, and they just, they freak out. They they, do, they forget how to drive. They forget the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. And it's just awful. And I think that's the one thing that bugs me the most about other drivers is, is just, I don't want to say how stupid they are, because it's not polite. Uh, just some of what they can, like, forget when they're driving, you know? Yeah. I hate it when someone doesn't use their blinker or cuts you out. People, use your blinker. Duncan, use your blinker. I'm not turning here, sir. I know. <laughs> no, seriously, when someone cuts you off and they're not using their blinker, they just skirt right in front of you, it's just, it's annoying. Yeah. And it's a hazard. And it's a hazard, ladies and gentlemen. This has been How to Properly Drive with Duncan and Bailey. That's right. <laughs> oh... So what were we talking about before we went to lunch? Well, we totally the car show topic. Um, we talked about the Type R. Were there any other standouts there? Any other standouts at the at the show? Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously they had like you know a GT and they had a a uh, I think it was an NSX there. That's right. Acura NSX. That that was really cool. I mean too. they were they were Another really cool. Honda. Um, but we weren't we weren't able to like get into them, you know. They were roped. They were off. displayed. Yeah, they roped off. There's nice old Impala uh, Charger and Roadrunner, maybe I can't remember. Uh, 
Yeah, another car that stood out to me, or I should say, brand of car was uh, the Mercedes. Uh, we Which sat in some try? Mercedes. We we uh, tried. Oh, we tried that the new crossover AMG, whatever. I really I really enjoyed it. Um, and what, sorry, we tried one of the cars in the stands. I can't remember necessarily. We tried like a C63 AMG, I think maybe. That might have been it. That might have been it. Um, like a smaller two-door one, but not one like not not like a GT or. A yeah, or we a, didn't try the Premier one or whatever the the high-end one was there because it was just flopped with people. But yeah, I mean we tried. What was that? That crossover one. I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, I'm not if I the most familiar it. with Mercedes. Uh, I'm not either, that, uh, but I'm trains. here to tell you, the interior in a Mercedes. Oh my God. Oh, are you talking about like that? Uh, like the back seat. Um, Sedan that looks like a like a like a uh, a uh, chauffeur car. Or are, yeah, are we still talking like crossover? Uh, whatever Mercedes we sat in. You sat in like at least yeah. two. Anyways, both of them though. The the interiors were oh my god, they were just they were they were pretty darn good. Uh, they too. were really they were. I've heard people say that you know when you sit in a Mercedes, there's nothing like you know a Mercedes. Is, is leagues above everyone else when it comes to comfortable interiors. And I'm thinking to myself, I used to think to myself, how comfortable can it really be? You know, yeah. it's not, you know, is it like, you know, it's not like it's a lazy boy or something. You just sit down and you, it's so cushy. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I'm like, well, you know, my Grand Cherokee is pretty comfortable. You know, I, I can, I can sit that. I pulled, I used to go to South Dakota, you know, freshman year of college. I pull eight hour road trips almost straight through. Stop once for gas, you know, gas and go, but. And I could survive that, you know. I'm like, how how good can this really be, you know? And uh, it it is true what they say. You sit in there, it's like, wow, it is it. It is a next another level of 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 comfort of comfortability comfortability. Ooh, look at that STI. The comfort level is another. Ooh, that, that wing, is a very that, nice. That STI. wing is just something else. I Big wings that. like that the look quad, good. The quad exhaust with the wing and that STI. Quad exhaust that red STI is badge. always nice. Oh man, that's a I, nice car. It, it, there's no bad. And, and here's a WRX. stupid Buick <laughs> with a weird with, thing on the on the top like of it. Christmas tree on the antenna. <laughs> yeah. By the way, when I say Buick, I mean Buick, but you know, I say Buick. He's redneck. I'm not redneck. You say Toyota. <laughs> well, I say Toyota to make fun of Toyota. Anyways, uh, but man, Mercedes. I would Mercedes Benz. I, I would if I could afford one. Man, I I would get one. I would take my Type R, um, and then I'd probably do a Model S. Sorry. I don't know what I would do. Wait, Model S Tesla? Yes. Okay, I'm not sure. What other Again, Model S is there? Well, I don't know. I don't. I thought you might be talking about a Mercedes. I don't. I don't know too much about Mercedes. No, I'm sorry. But I would get a Mercedes like SUV, midsize SUV. Mm-hmm. I, G wagon. I'd crossover G wagon. I'd get a G wagon. I don't under like. I get the G-Wagons are, like, super appealing, but I don't get it. Like, I don't understand the, uh... Okay, I think I get... I think I understand that the... I, well, no, I'm sorry. I get that they're nice and they're fashionable, but I don't get the appeal. It's not me. your cup of it's tea. Not, it's not my cup of tea. That's right. That's fine. Um, it just looks like a dinky version of a uh, Jeep Commander. Commander? Commander? Come on, the Wrangler? No, not the Wrangler. It's hmm. it's like the beefier version of the uh, 
oh. Last Generation Liberty. Yeah, I know what um, you're talking about. The command. Yeah, I know. The what you're Jeep Commander. About. It's like yeah. it's like a mega box. <laughs> it's it's yeah, those super were, boxy. Those it were really it just feels like a. They're a really skinny, tall, dinky version of one of those, but with made yeah. really nice parts. They wouldn't. I would. I mean, it wouldn't be my first choice, the G wagon, but I would. Definitely I would want get like. One. I'd get. I'd want like one. a. I want a G wagon like. Two by six, like the six wheel one of oh those. Oh my god, those are that huge. would be crazy. <laughs> those are like two to fifty thousand dollars. But no, the uh, they're crazy. The Mercedes, they're so nice. Their seats are like, what was it one, two, three, four? six to eight i'll say movements the seat has to, to adjust to your body yeah it's you like know. a um sleep number but it's, it's a seat <laughs> exactly yeah i mean the, the headrest adjusts two different ways all uh, electric by the way all electric yeah. the the bottom of the seat you know it not only goes up down forward back but there's a little front segment that can you can make it shorter longer i mean you can adjust the seat exactly how you need it it is it is amazing and just all oh, the interior it's it's nice it's simple it's not overbearing it's it's just a really nice interior yeah it's it really a is. really nice interior well this has been a, a shorter segment of the episode but uh this completes our episode now we are at the movie theater yep i hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about well talk about muscle cars car shows i mean yeah like I said, freeform show. I mean, it's just gonna, it's whatever we talk about is what we're gonna talk about. Yep. Um, if you have any feedback, let it let us know. Feedback, any feedback, we always appreciate feedback here. We don't, you know, please give us feedback. We don't want to be giving out wrong information or anything. Don't worry. You know, in the next episode, we'll we'll correct it. We'll make sure we correct our mistakes here. Uh, we just we really want feedback, and and so any feedback you have, any suggestions you have. Please give us suggestions of what to talk about. If you have a favorite car, I'd love to know your favorite car is. Please tell me what it is, why you like it, you know. Uh, who knows, maybe I'll talk about it in a future segment, you know. If you're going to make any negative comments, make them constructive. Yeah, negative comments, please make them constructive, and please make them about Duncan here. I really don't <laughs> Nah, we're just playing with you, but uh, we appreciate feedback. So, uh... This has been Driving Discussions. Uh, Remember to drive safe and uh, take care, guys. Bye.